the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And welcome to another edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yes, you are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. And I want to thank you for joining us tonight. And I just want to say it's good to be back behind the microphone. Uh, I've been off the last couple of weeks. Uh, Last week we were in Dallas, and the week before that, uh, due to illness, I wasn't feeling well, so I couldn't make it to the radio, but praise the Lord, we're back on the air, and we're back live, ready to take your calls, ready to be with you, and I'm so grateful for this opportunity to be with you again, and to just share God's Word and pray for your prayer requests, and just do whatever the Lord wants us to do tonight. So one of the things I believe that we should do, definitely, is to pray, and we want to open the program with prayer. So would you pray with me and pray for me and pray that the Lord would just open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon us tonight. So, Father, we thank you for that. We thank you and we praise you. We glorify your name. You are so worthy to be praised in every circumstance, in every situation. At all times, your name is to be glorified and praised. And we desire, Lord, to praise you tonight to praise you and worship you and seek your face. We seek you in prayer and we seek you in your word. So I just pray, Lord, that you would pour out a blessing upon each and every listener tonight, that you would bless us with your word, that you would bless us with power and with healing. Lord, take over, Holy Spirit. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. This is the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be here for the next hour, taking your calls, talking about the Bible, and just seeing how the Lord leads. And one of the things that we like to do is to pray for your prayer requests, to pray with you, to pray for you. So if you need prayer, or if you know somebody who needs prayer, this is the time to call in. This is the time to pick up that phone and say, let's pray about this, or let's pray about that, or I know somebody's in the hospital, or I know somebody's going through something. We want to pray. You know, the Bible tells us in James, the fifth chapter, is anyone among you sick that he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer that's offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. 
And if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you might be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. Pray, seek, and it shall be given. The Bible tells us that we need to pray, that we need to seek. Knock and the door shall be open. So call in tonight with your prayer requests. Number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who, who needs prayer, let's stand in the gap. Let's stand in that gap. Stand in the gap for somebody that you know who needs prayer. Call in and let's pray. The number is 888-995-5552. How about Bible questions? If you have a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity, if there's something you've heard, something uh, you read this week, and, and you'd like to get a better understanding, call in tonight. The number is 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. The answer to your question is in the Bible. The answer to doctrinal questions, questions about the the cults, the occult, world religions, uh, worldview. What is your worldview? You know, usually your worldview reflects the view you have of God or of His Word. So call in tonight. Let's talk about whatever is on your mind, whatever topic is on your mind, whatever you need an answer to. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. That's the number to call if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, or if you have a question about the Bible, about Christianity, the cults, the occult, doctrine, theology, whatever's on your mind tonight, let's talk about it. Let's, uh, like like the Lord says, come let us reason together, you know, you're not going to get a debate. You're not going to get an argument. You know, you'll get a clear, understandable answer from the Word of God, from the Bible, what the Bible says. So call in tonight with your prayers, with your questions, topics, uh, praise reports, 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls. Uh, going on, uh, we have a prayer meeting. Uh, We get together every Friday night at 8 o'clock for prayer, for worship, and for his word. We were together last night and we had a great time in church uh, studying God's word. We were talking about uh, predestination. We were talking about election, uh, this new thing about hyper grace and what it means and what's going on in we were, you know, we even, uh, I mean, we, it just went on last night for like two hours of prayer, worship, and talking about God's Word. So if you'd like to join us on Friday nights, we'd love for you to join us uh, at LA Gypsy Church in Arcadia. And the address is 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's really easy to get to. Uh, just get on the 210 freeway and come into the Arcadia area and get off at Santa Anita Avenue. You take Santa Anita Avenue and you go north for one block to Foothill Boulevard, make a right, 
Uh, you go one more block to First Avenue, and you make another right. And you'll see us at 805 North First Avenue, the corner of Forest and First. Uh, the name of the church is the Hills Church, right there in Arcadia. So it's easy to get to. Uh, it's on Friday nights at 8 o'clock. So join us for prayer, for worship, and the Word of God. So uh, be there. We hope you'll join us. Also, Sunday mornings, uh, Pastor Walter Hoffman is the pastor of the Hills Church, and uh, their service at 10 a.m. So if you're looking for a church to uh, visit or to, to make your home, come out to the Hills Church at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings, and we hope to see you there. Uh, praise the Lord. Again, the number for the radio station is 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. We want to pray with you. We want to pray for you. Uh, and we want to just be a help in your prayer life. Be a help in answering questions. What's, what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say about predestination? What does the Bible say about election? What does the Bible say about uh, salvation? How are, you, how are you saved? So call in tonight with your questions, with your prayer requests. The number is 888-995-5552. We have more announcements. Maybe we'll get to them in, in the, sometime during the program. But I want to get to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Vicki. Hi, Vicki. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hi, Sam. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm thankful. I first want to say thank you uh, for all that you do uh, for everyone in Radio Land that listens to you and you're praying for our people that's calling in. And, and first, I just want to if I could pray for you first, and then I, I want to ask you a question. Sure, go ahead. Can I pray for you? Okay. Thank you. Okay, Heavenly Father, we come to you in your son's name, sake. And first, I want to say thank you for our brother, Sammy, Father. And I ask you, we ask you, everyone that's listening, that you continue to cover, guide him, his family, the ministry that you have called him and his family to, even before the foundation of this world, Father God. And I ask you most of all, Father God, that you continue to use him as a light in this lost and dying world, a world that's one day passing away. Help us, Father, to be a light, and we know that that light inside of us is you, and I ask you that whatever Sammy is praying to for him and his loved ones, and I just pray for, we pray for everyone that is listening, that you will guide, cover, and sustain them also because of the days that we're living in. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much okay. for your prayer. You're welcome. Um, I want to know if you uh, have heard anything uh, regarding spiritual assassination. Well, that spiritual assassination, I, I don't know what that means, so I've what do you mean by spiritual okay. assassination? Okay, what I'm okay, I'm I'm hearing a lot of it, um, like on YouTube and other pastors. Basically, what they're saying is, and I'm asking because I just want I know the the Bible says that we have to pray for our enemies. Basically, what what some people are doing in the church uh, building. Uh, these are uh, professing Christians. They're actually slandering. I, I believe it has to do with, my understanding is that it has to do with slander and uh, just making up lies, mm -hmm. causing all, all kinds of conflict in the church. Mm -hmm. So I just want to ask you, um, you know, how, how people can overcome, uh, because, you know, it does hurt when, when people 
that say they're Christians and they, they start to lie and start slandering. And it even there's a lot of jealousy also mm-hmm. in the church. So I just want you to, uh, to uh, tell us if people are dealing with that. And I'm sure a lot of people are. Well, you know, that go ahead. how to overcome it. Well, you know, you know, even Jesus dealt with with, with well, slander has been around from from for the for almost yeah. from the beginning of time. I mean, uh, Satan is the great slanderer. He's gonna he's the liar. He's the father of lies, and he's gonna speak yeah. against God's children. Uh, he's the great he's the accuser. He's accusing God's children, and Jesus dealt with this. You know, he said that which proceeds out of the out of the man that is what defiles the man, for from uh, within, out of the heart of men proceed the evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries, deeds of coveting and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. So Jesus even uh, he he knew about slander. He, uh, it was they they slandered him. You know the Bible tells us count it all joy when when men speak evil of you and slander you and and and, and stone you and, and 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 persecute you for my sake. You know so so we know that there's slander out there. How do you deal with it? You bring it to the Lord. You pray and you seek the Lord. You don't repay evil with evil, you repay evil with good. You know, pray for your enemies. Love your enemies. Uh, it doesn't mean you're going to be best friends with them, or you, you, right. or you need to be best friends with them, but you need to pray for them and forgive them, and bring it before the Lord. Don't don't deal with it, uh, you know, on your own. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, God told Moses, I believe, uh, don't defend yourself. I am your defense. God is our defense, our testimony, and our witness. How did they overcome the enemy? By the blood of the Lamb and the testimony of their of their witness. That's how we overcome slander, by the truth, by how we live, by living a, 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 a righteous life, a holy life, a life of obedience to the Lord. You do your best. You do the will you do what you know is the will of God in your life, yes. and you leave the rest to the Lord. He's our defender. Uh, he's the one who who protects us, and he'll even protect you from the slander and the evil lies of the enemy and 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 what people say. You know, it's it's just we're, we, we it's something that you have to you know, deal with in prayer. That's true because Jesus, like you said, Jesus actually. He went through the same thing, you know, people, and, and they actually, he actually, he actually got crucified. He died for us. That's right. They hated him for no reason, and Jesus did say that, that because they, they hate him mm-hmm. first, that, that of course they're going to hate If us. they hated me, he said, they'll hate yeah. you. And That's true. And so, so, so if they hate you and they slander you, you must be doing something right, you know. But here's the thing, is, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's slander out there uh and and we know that you know it's also a part of gossip uh gossiping is a sin slander is a sin and we're not to be a part of it we're to pray right. against it and when when we're accused of when, when 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 people slander us bring it to the lord in prayer okay vicky thank you sam thank you god bless you god bless you good night if you'd like to call in tonight with your question, or if you'd like to call in tonight with a prayer request, with a need that you want to bring before the Lord, you know, whatever's going on in your life, 
You know, God is the God of every situation and every circumstance in your life, and he's the one who can make a change. He's the one who, who's able to do abundantly beyond, abundantly and exceedingly beyond what, what, what you need and what you expect. So I, I encourage you to call in tonight with your prayer request, with your Bible questions. The number is 888 995 That's 888 888- Nine nine five fifty five fifty two. If you have a prayer request, something you want to bring before the Lord, uh, a need in your life, a need in a loved one's life, uh, let's bring it before the Lord in prayer. If you have a question about the Bible, something you you want the answer to, or you're looking for the answer to, let's search the Scriptures and see what does the Lord say. Eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two. I want to remind you that we are on podcast. So if you've missed the program and you want to catch up or you want to share the program with somebody and say, hey, listen to the Gypsy Christian Hour, I think uh, you'll be interested. Uh, You could go to kkla.com and look for the podcast page. Uh, We've got over 80 programs archived so far on uh, the podcast page. So go to kkla.com and look for uh, the podcast page. You'll see it in the uh, categories category. column of, of the of the of the, the web page and just look for, scroll down and look for us the gypsy christian hour you can catch up on previous programs or you can uh, share it with somebody send it to somebody and tell them about uh, the gypsy christian hour and you'll be a part of this ministry you'll be sharing this ministry with other people uh, so uh, listen to us on podcast, and a good way of doing that is on your smartphone or your iPad. And if you want to do that, download the KKLA app. It's a free app, and you'll be listening to you'll be able to listen live to all the programs here at KKLA. You'll be you'll be able to access the the station's web page, and there's a lot of things going on. You'll 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 see station events, community events, uh, different things that are going on. So download the free KKLA. Uh, app from google play or your itunes store it's a free app and you'll be able to listen to kkla wherever you're at uh live on your smartphone or uh your 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 ipad and uh, that's through the app also we are a listener supported program so would you pray this week pray this week for this program for this ministry and ask the lord if he would have you uh, help us stay on the program stay on the air here at kkla and if you would do that, you can send in, you can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour and send it to P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. So if the Lord leads you, as he puts it on your heart, uh, a small gift, a large gift, anything you send in will help. And anything you send in goes directly to keeping us on the air here at KKLA. We've been here for 31 years. And as long as the Lord keeps us here, that's what we want to keep doing is be here on the air Saturday nights, Sunday mornings at uh, 12 midnight. We want to be here and be a, a, a light in a world of darkness. We want to be here praying for your prayer requests and preaching God's word. So would you help us stay here on the air at KKLA? You can send in your donations to the Gypsy Christian Hour P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Uh, We're going to go back to the phone lines. If you'd like to call in tonight with your prayer request or with your question, 
Call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Let's go to the phones and talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Well, tonight I had a prayer request, and it's for myself. Um, I've been on dialysis for 15 years, but Friday when I went, they couldn't use it because it had clotted. So I wanted, I'm praying that uh, when I go Monday, they'll be able to unclot it without having Amen. Have too much surgery. Father, we come before you, Lord, and we bring our request unto you. You said, is anyone among you sick? Let them pray. So we pray, Lord, and we ask you, Lord, to heal Elizabeth. Father, I just pray your blessing upon her, Lord. Father, that you would heal her. Lord, if it's her kidneys, Lord, that you would heal her kidneys. Whatever is going on in her life, Lord, that you would heal her body. Father, I even pray, Lord, not only that the, there wouldn't be a clot on Monday and that they'd be able to do the dialysis, Lord, but, Father, that you would bless Elizabeth, that they wouldn't need to do dialysis. Father, that you would, that you would rid her of this, of this problem, this, this sickness, this disease, Lord, that causes her to, to be hooked up to this machine, Lord, and do dialysis. I pray, Father, for a total and complete blessing. I pray, Lord, that you would miraculously reveal your glory. Reveal your glory, Lord, and heal Elizabeth totally and completely, Lord. Lord, we thank you for, 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 for doctors and for uh, things, that the, the surgeries and, and all that they do, Lord. We thank you for all that you provided for in the, in the medical aspect of this world. But I pray, Lord, for your healing. I pray that you would touch Elizabeth from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, and that she would experience the touch of an awesome and mighty God. And, Lord, we praise you and we thank you, Lord, for all that you do. And, Father, I just pray that you would give Elizabeth more courage, more strength, more faith, Lord, to carry on, to persevere, to keep moving forward. Lord, as we look to that day when you will return, and our bodies, Lord, will be changed, and we will be incorruptible. You said the corruptible will take on it, it become incorruptible. The mortal will take on immortality and we will be changed in the twinkling of an eye never to feel disease, never to feel sick, never to, 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 to feel the pain of this world again, Lord. So we look forward to that day, Lord. But until then, we ask, Lord, that you would, that you would maintain us, that you would, that you would bless us, that you would bless Elizabeth with, with health. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Elizabeth. Let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk to David. Hi, David. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Hey, I'm wondering, um, how can I address you? I'm I'm Sam. Just call me Sam. Um, oh, that's it? No title or anything? No, I, I don't have a title. <laughs> okay. I'm, uh, I'm wondering... I've noticed over the past 50 years, because I'm 55, mm. I've noticed over the past 50 years that I've been aware of who, who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a, a disciple of Christ. I'm of Judah, and I'm the t- of the 12 tribes. Mm-hmm. Well, he says in Scripture, because I listen to him every day, and I watch the videos, and I study the Word, mm-hmm. and he 
says, study the word to make yourself worthy. And he says he doesn't listen to people who don't obey him. Mm. So I have people in my family who are so hostile and angry at me because I recognize who I am. Mm -hmm. And they call themselves Christians. And like the previous caller said, these people that call themselves Christians are very treacherous and they're very wicked. And I say to myself, as I watch them, and they, as they call me names, like they did Christ, they called Christ out of his name. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't believe it, but it says so in Scripture. He's a brother. Mm -hmm. He's a black man from the tribe of Judah. People keep calling this man a Christian. He ain't a Christian. Everybody in the Bible of the 12 tribes are descended of Benjamin, Zebulon, Gad, Manasseh, yeah, yeah. and all these other tribes. They ain't got nothing to do with Christianity. That is a made-up doctrine from the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church says they're the well, church of all, the mother of all churches. Well, you know, the, the, the Bible tells us, Jesus tells us directly, go out into all the world and make disciples. And I never said he didn't say that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just commenting. I'm just commenting on, on what, and, and what we. The Catholic Church says they're the mother of all just so Well, they can say whatever they you know they can say whatever they want. It doesn't make it true. What's in, I know. What's, but in I'm the, saying, what's in the Bible? It's a false doctrine. If you call yourself a Christian, that's a false doctrine. Well, you have to be of the twelve tribes. And if you want to grasp well, yourself in, I don't know where do you where do you where do you get that you have to, you have to be of the twelve tribes. It says it in Scripture. He says, "I'm not revealing myself to the world." Peter asked him. Well, he said, "I'm not going to reveal myself but, to the world." But he revealed. But he revealed to Peter to go out to the Gentiles. And the Gentiles are the Hellenistic people like me who call themselves Americans. They Hellenized us. That's all that means. No, you know the Hellenistic no, the Hellenistic, you know, the Hellenistic Jews were those who have, were were born of Greek descent. You know, the Hellenistic yes, that's Jews. The Hellenistic period. Yeah. They well, were Jews. I agree but, with that. But, they were black people. No white people have been born Jewish. You wish you were from Judah. You ain't Judah or Israel. Well, we I, are. Well, that's that that's not totally cor that's now. not correct either. While you know, while uh, Middle Eastern people are people of color, that doesn't make them uh, black. It's class. I, the middle those people that call themselves uh, Arabs, those are uh, Julius Caesar's descendants, well, Alexander the Greek's descendants, well, because David, they're white. Well, it says in their book that in the Islamic book, you have to be white to go to heaven. Doesn't it say that in the Muslim book? I got a Quran. It says that. Well, in, you know, Sony, well what, what it says in the Quran is irrelevant right now to me because... What we're studying is the Bible. We're studying the, the, the Word of God. And the Word of God says, in order to go to heaven, you must be born again. It doesn't say you have to be of the 12 tribes of, Jew, of the twelve tribes of Israel. It doesn't say you have to be white or black or red or purple. You have to be born again. Him, you David, don't believe what he says. David, so if you don't deny, if you don't believe that he's a brother, everything you say is a lie. Well, David, David. Everything you believe is a lie. You don't admit it. So that means you're a liar, brother. Well, you, you can call me. You can call me what you want. Is he a brother? But is he a brother? You can Everybody call me. in their right mind knows he's a white You know, David. If you want to have a conversation, we can talk. But if you just want to try and talk over me, I'm not. You know, I, we, is he a brother? We'll, we'll stop this right now. Is who is my brother? brother? Is who my brother? 
Is Christ a brother? I already know the answer. David is a brother. His Solomon is a brother. All now, when you say brother, mean, you you mean black? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, here's here's the thing. I don't believe that Jesus was black. I believe he was. You a, don't believe it. That doesn't mean it ain't true. Well, I'm just saying. You does not believe the truth. Well, I, if you let That's me finish, if you let me finish, I don't believe he was. I don't believe he was white. You won't believe what he says because well, you know, you know something, David. Thank you for your call. I appreciate the, I appreciate your comments, but this is going nowhere. Let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk to Karen. Hey, Karen, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hi. Sammy. Yes. Hi, yes, this is Karen. Um, I, I want to thank you for everything you do. I listen to you every week, and I just think you're, you're wonderful, and you do great work. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. For, you're very kind. <laughs> thank you. Um, my friend Janet from childhood, she was my best friend growing up, and um, she has severe dementia, and she's 67, and um, she lives with her husband, Dave, and he's taking the best care he can with of her. Mm-hmm. He's retired and he's got a pension, but um, it's really hard for him because you know she requires a lot of work because she can't be left alone, and um, she's getting worse. She can barely talk, and it's just very heartbreaking. And she has four siblings, and none of them are coming to visit. Or offering to help him, he's doing it all himself. Oh, God bless him. I live. She she lives a little distance from me, so I can't really go visit and help, you know, like I'd like to. And she really needs prayers. She Amen. needs God's help. And so what's much. what's her name, Karen? Her name's Janet. Janet. Well, let's pray for Janet. Father, we come before you, Lord, and we just bring Janet before you, Lord. Dementia is a terrible sickness, Lord. It's a terrible thing to to go through, and it's even, you know, it's it's as it's even worse. I think for for the the loved ones who have to watch somebody go through this terrible ordeal, Father. So I pray for Janet, Lord. I pray that your blessing would fall upon her. And that you would cause her to be in a right mind, Lord. That she would remember and that she would know and that she would be able to take care of herself, Father. Lord, that you would just bless her totally and completely healed to be healed in the name of Jesus. We pray blessing into her life. We pray uh, uh, just the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon her, Lord. We just bring her before you and ask, Lord, that you would do a mighty work. That you would just glorify your name, Lord. Show your power. Reveal who you are, Lord. By, by helping, by healing, by blessing Janet, Lord. And Father, I pray for her husband, that you would give him, Lord, more patience. It sounds like he's a, 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 a noble man and a, a loving husband. And I just pray that you would bless him for that and just increase in his heart patience and, and sympathy and empathy. And just, Lord, that he would just that you would just shower upon him, Lord, the loving kindness of a merciful and awesome God. Father, that you just empower him and give him the grace, Lord, Lord, to carry on and to take care of Janet. And I pray for, for, for Karen, Lord, that you would bless her 
Lord, bless her in such a way, Lord, that she would be able to visit Janet and that she would be able to help. Lord, that you would pour a blessing upon her so tremendous, Lord, that she wouldn't be able to keep it all for herself, but she'd have to share it, Lord, that she would want to share it, that she would just, just, just overflowing, pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing, Lord. I pray blessing upon Karen, Janet, and Janet's husband. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you, Karen. Good night. Thank you. God bless you. Good night. You know, I I, I just wanted to mention uh, on our previous caller, David, you know, um, he had some points that he just wanted to to steamroll over the the whole conversation. And, you know, it's really silly to, to... to focus on these types of of, of, of things, of Jesus Jesus was black, and uh, you can't be saved unless you're part of the tribes of Judah, and you know that, it's silly. You know Jesus wasn't black. Was he a man of color? I believe he was. I believe he was very. He was dark skinned. The people of that part of the world are typically dark skinned people, but they're not black, and they're not white. You know, you see pictures of Jesus. In a lot of the Catholic churches, or, 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 and he's and he's you know blonde hair and blue eyes and light complected, and that's just not true. The Bible tells us, you know, that Jesus was ordinary looking. There was nothing about him that would draw you to him, you know. So if he if, if he would blend in in a crowd, you know, and that that the people of that time and, and until today. They're dark skinned, but they're not black and they're not white, and it really doesn't matter. You know, the, the color of Jesus' skin doesn't matter. It's who he is and what he did that matters. And Jesus said, in order to see the kingdom of God, you don't have to be part of the tribes of Judah. You don't have to be black or white. He said, you have to be born again. You have to partake of the gift that he has given the sacrifice that he did on, that he made on the cross you know you have to in order to see the kingdom of god in order to, to 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 enter into the the kingdom of god into heaven you need to be born again now you can ask me what does it mean to be born again that's a good question not whether or not jesus was black or white he was neither black or white and it doesn't matter the color of his skin the way it doesn't matter the color of your skin. You know, God doesn't recognize race. He's only, to God, there's only one race, the human race. There's no Caucasian or, or black or African-American or Asian or, 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 or South American. No. Race doesn't matter to God. To him, there's only one race, the human race, and he died for the human race. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He loved the world. He loved all of humanity. And that's really what matters. I just wanted to to, to tell David, search the word. What does the word really say? What are the real requirements to go to heaven? There's only one requirement, to be born again. Be born again. 
stop looking at the color of people's skin and start thinking about the content of your own heart. Don't worry about anybody else. Worry about yourself. We all need to do that. We all need to examine ourselves, look into our own heart and see where do we stand with God and what do I need to do. And you really don't need to do anything because it's not about what you do. It's about what Christ has done. And Jesus died on the cross for you. He gave his life for you. He sacrificed his life on the cross, shed his blood so that your sins would be forgiven, paid in full. And he died on the cross, yes, but he rose up on the third day in power and in glory to testify that he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He has power over sickness and disease, and even more so, he has power over sin and death. Death could not keep him in the grave. He rose up on the third day to prove who he is. He is the very Son of God who gave himself for you. So I I hope that you'll take to heart those comments, David, and look to the Word. Pray. Pray that the Lord would reveal to you his truth. Amen? Yes, I believe amen is required. And if you'd like to call in tonight, you can call in at one 995 That's one 995 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you can call in tonight and we will pray and we will seek the Lord for your prayer request and for your question, your topic, whatever's on your mind tonight. Well, you know, Last night, uh, we were in church, and uh, the subject uh, was predestination. Why? Because of uh, another subject called hypergrace. It seems that there, and we've talked about this before on the radio station a few weeks ago, about hypergrace. People are using predestination to justify the the, the, theory, the, this new doctrine of hypergrace. You know, the term hypergrace, uh, it's, it's describing a new wave of teaching that emphasizes the grace of God so much to the exclusion of other vital teachings like repentance and confession. And what hypergrace does, it says that uh, because you are predestined, that you've already been predestined and chosen to go to heaven. It doesn't matter anymore, uh, or you're not required anymore to confess your sins or to repent from your sins or to deal with sin at all because all of your sins have been paid for. You know, your past sins, your present sins, and your future sins are totally and completely paid for uh, by Jesus. So it doesn't matter since they're, since they're paid for already, why would you need to repent from them anymore? If they're paid for already, why would you need to confess your sins anymore? So hypergrace teachers maintain that all sin, past, present, and future, has already been forgiven, and there's no need for a believer to ever confess. Hypergrace teaching says that when God looks at us, he sees only a holy and righteous people. The conclusion of hypergrace, 
is that we are not bound by Jesus' teachings. Even as we are not under the law, uh, believers are not responsible for their sin, since it's already paid for, and anyone who disagrees is a pharisaical legalist. So hyper-grace teachers pervert the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ into a license for immorality, and they flirt with antinomianism. And antinomianism is a total disregard for uh, the commandments, the law of God. It's a living uh, without law. Uh, it's living uh, without any morals. That's what antinomianism means. It's a big word. That just means a total disregard of law and morality, just living the way you want. So, you know, this is, this is what's called hyper-grace. But what does the Bible teach us? What does the Bible say? You know, think about Jesus' words to the seven churches in the book of Revelation. How, do, how you know, that, that, that completely and totally contradicts hyper-grace, you know, uh, that Christians are never to repent. Never need to repent. You know, he said to the church at Ephesus, consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from his place. That's Revelation 2.4. Jesus also rebukes the five other churches and demands repentance from them. Revelation 2, uh, verses 4, 6, and 20. Revelation 3.3. 3. Uh, verse and also verses Revelation three verses fifteen through twenty fifteen through nineteen. So far from believers being unaccountable for their sin, you know we must answer to Jesus for our disobedience. Second Corinthians five ten tells us that we are responsible to answer for our sins. What do you think? Do you think that you're, because you're predestined for heaven? And, you know, there's a lot of confusion about what predestination means. You know, predestination, uh, you know, some people believe that God predestines, uh, he just chooses who he's going to accept into heaven and who's going to go. He predestines some people to go to heaven, some people to go to hell, just just out of whim, you know, uh, well, you're going to go, but you're not going to go. Or does he predestine on the basis of his foreknowledge? He knows everything. God is uh, all-knowing, omniscient. He has all knowledge. He is able to, he is able to know the beginning from the end. Does he predestine because he knows the choices that you will make? Because if God knows that who will choose him and who will reject him, he can predestine on that basis. So what does it mean to be predestined? Does it mean that you have no choice? That you have no uh, cooperation with, 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 with God? That you have no, there's no need for you to cooperate with the, 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 the salvation that he's offering? Well, when somebody offers you a gift, don't you have to receive it? Even though you did nothing to earn it or deserve it, when somebody offers it to you, you are obligated to receive it. And there's an act of receiving. Does that, does that make you responsible for the No. 
Did you do anything to earn it? Or it? No, it's a gift. And I believe in the grace of God. I cherish the grace of God. I treasure the grace of God. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith and disnow yourselves. It is the free gift of God. But it's on us to receive that gift. You know, uh, the Lord tells us in Deuteronomy, you know, I, 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 I have this against you. I call the heavens uh, as a witness against you that today I have uh, uh, put before you life and death, blessing and cursing. I would that you choose life. It's on us to choose. It's on us to make the choice. Do you receive Christ or do you reject Christ? You know, God tells us, I would that you choose life. Amen? Well, we've got a couple of a couple of more calls. So we're going to go back to the phone lines and then we'll come back to our, to our, uh, our text here. Let's talk to Bernie. Hi, Bernie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Uh, thank you. I don't know whether they say good morning or good night. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. Good morning. Either one works for me. I just finished my, my work, and I turned on the radio, and I turned on the channel, and I heard you. I guess you were already praying for a person who might be on dialysis. Right. Uh, but next thing I heard, and I was thankful, I, like I told the person that picked up the phone, that I was very thankful that after you prayed for somebody else, you went back on this guy, David. Right, right. I totally disagree with him, and I and and I have encountered people, persons like his. I know where he's coming from, and I'm sure you probably had too. But that's what they do. Mm-hmm. But the Bible, the but the Bible, no, 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 that's not. Are you white? Or are you are you black? Right. You know, and then all that stuff. So I'm very, very thankful you kind of clear that for him as well. And I'm hoping he is listening, and he should hear the word of God more than what. His own skin is telling him because, you know, it's like I said to people, if I ever want to have an argument with the wife, with a friend, let's say with your spouse, my wife, uh, I'll probably, and I don't want to go back, I'll probably go with somebody who will tell me, yeah, yeah, you know, she's no good, just like my wife, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But if, but if I want somebody to tell me, hey, what, what do I do here with my wife? We have a little problem. I'm going to pick somebody who says, look. You shouldn't do this. You should honor, you know, that part. Right. So he's going to give you so, godly counsel. Exactly. And, and, but but he's not really willing. As soon as I heard him say, you know, I'm, I know who I am. I'm a, right. one of the tribes and all that. And so I'm really glad that you Thank made you. that comment so, for him to hear. Thank you, Bernie. So, so how can and we, I also... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just wondering, how can we pray for you tonight? Yes, that's what I was going to say. I want to pray for the... Uh, I guess I am. I'm a born again Christian, and uh, I have encountered a lot of um, cults, and like this guy. Mm-hmm. So I just want to pray that you will pray that I will get that uh, encouragement still to open boldly my mouth and preach the gospel as Amen. it should be. Okay, uh, that that will be my prayer. But I don't know if I'm going to leave, leave, take care of your business, but I. Um, I am one of those persons that do believe two things. One, save always save, mm-hmm. and that it is the 
God's predestined choosing an election before the foundation of the world, a certain mm-hmm. uh, many people. So I know I know where you're coming from. Yeah, but well, I, 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 I heard you. So well, I just want to make sure. Well, thank you for your comments, Bernie. I believe, you know, I believe in predestination and election also. I do. The Bible teaches predestination, but what did he? What, what does he say? For those, for, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined yes. to become conformed to the image of his Son, so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. And I believe God knows, because he got, he knows everything, because he knows every one of our choices that we're going to make every day that he's able to predestine us on that basis and choose yeah, us on that basis. Uh, yeah. I don't believe the way Calvin uh, states it in, in, his, in his five points of Calvinism that God, yeah. that God predestines capriciously or just on a whim. I believe that out of his foreknowledge. But he predestines us for a purpose, to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. You can't yeah, use, yeah. and I'm not saying you do, but there are people who use this, yeah. this, this, this scripture, this concept of predestination, as a license to sin, as a license to live in the flesh and, 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 and to act immorally against God's word and say, well, since I'm predestined to go to heaven anyway, it doesn't matter how I live because I'm going to heaven. I've already been predestined. Well, that's not the way it works because he predestined you to become conformed to the image of Christ. And if you're not, be, if you're not be, being conformed to the image of Christ, my friend, you haven't been predestined. And again, I'm not speaking to you directly. I'm speaking to those yes, who I know, I know. believe no, no, this. No, it's okay. It's okay. And, and, I, and I do. It's just that yeah. I don't know if you're willing to take a few minutes. Out of no, 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 no. We, we're, talk, we're talking about we're talking about two different things. And if you choose the word, the person Calvin, it speaks of two things. And we, I don't even believe in in Calvin. I believe what the Bible said. And right. Just picked up that, that verse. Yep. And it does says that that he predestined us, and many of them says we have in the Word of God that we were chosen before the foundation of the world. But here's the thing: you are mentioning two things. One is sanctification. Predestination has to do with salvation. Right. So, for a person to say such as yourself that I don't believe that those who believe in predestination that they can leave or say I can now sin. Because now you're confusing two things. One of them is, I am saved by the grace of God, as you quote as Ephesians 2.89. But the other one says in Thessalonians, this is the will of God the Father, your sanctification. That's right. And in that sense, here it is. One of the things that I got people when they, even from my own point of view, and they tend to just pick up the word, uh, this verse of Ephesians 2, 8, 9, I said, have you ever read Ephesians 10? Mm-hmm. And I, a lot of people that don't understand, I said, look, it is not just I'm saved by grace, and, and, and now I can do everything. Look what he says in verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created unto good works That's right. that we may perform. Him. But this, this will be for you and those who disagree with this view, which God has prepare mm-hmm. that we may walk in them. The word prepare here has to do with the election and predestination in God's purpose. But if we use the word for God, knowledge, we take omniscience, not just that lack of knowing things, but planning things 
beforehand, and this is all from the book of Ezekiel, Isaiah, chapter 51, 52, 53, 45, mm-hmm. 46, 47, that, you know, your ways are not my ways and all this. But, I mean, this is a topic that I know there is what divides Christian there, churches. There's different, but, there's, there, yeah, you know, there, yeah. there are different... There are different camps and different opinions, yes, but it, yes. while it, while we can debate these and talk about this thing, and it's very good to do that, we shouldn't divide over it. And yes, my yes, my yes. my uh, thing is not to divide over uh, predestination or not, but to divide over uh, false doctrine. The false doctrine here yes, it is. is is that you don't have to confess your sins anymore, you don't have to repent anymore because you're predestined to go to heaven, and it doesn't matter because you have that grace. I think you know the, the phrase "hyper grace." You know, the, and I, 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 yeah, I heard, I, I heard. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. I heard heard about what you were saying, and I do agree that I, I confronted a, a hyper Calvinist that kept saying, "Look," and I'm going, "That's that's not how it is," right? You know? In other words, he was he was saying this, and you probably have heard the main point from hyper Calvinists is not that I don't have to do anything. No, the main point is, is and, and it goes back to the Armenian view, such as God makes his decision because he knows you were going to do it. Here's the same thing. When this guy said something like that, I said, listen, you're talking about two different things. Now you're talking that... If God knows who is going to be saved because he chose us from the beginning, and I even say of Armenian because he knows, that means that we're not supposed to preach the gospel anymore. And he goes for you and for those who are hyper-Calvinists. So God knows, why should I preach? And that will be a question mm-hmm. for you. Like, like if you believe that God knows who's going to be saved and that's why he chooses, why would I go and preach the gospel? Because I don't know. Only God well, knows. I would say. I would say. I would say that for Calvinists, because if yes. God already predestined on the basis of His capriciousness, you know, and it's just some are going to go to heaven and some are going to hell, then I would say, why do we preach the gospel? Because God has no, chosen. That's on... what, that's what, yes, that's what I'm sorry. That's what I was going to say. I, I I do respond to those hyper Calvinists. That is the main answer. That question. is because answer, if that's if, if, if that's true, then close down the churches. You know, close yeah. down the churches and stop preaching the gospel because we're just making things worse. Yes, you know? yes, and and, and, so, and so, so the point of view, the point of view for you and me here, is this: we don't bring divisions, but at the same time, on your radio, if I was to just speak against the idea that God chooses based on this foreknowledge that He has mm-hmm. to wait, look in the future look in the future, and, and, and then say, okay, Bernie is going to believe in me in, in 1979 mm-hmm. at this time, and now I choose him. Then I said, what is that glory then? Where did he get, he get yeah. the glory from since, since well, I'm the one that made the decision? Well, uh, Bernie, Bernie I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm running out of time. No, here. no, no, go you ahead, know, Here's go the ahead. thing. Here, here, here's, here, and I'll, 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 we'll stop with this. Yes. You know, Calvinism uh, uh, emphasizes God's sovereignty. Armenianism uh, emphasizes man's free will. And I, I, my, my point is this. Why does it have to be either or? Why can't it be both? God is sovereign. Yes. God is God, and we're not. He is God. He's going to do whatever he wants. He reigns totally and completely. Yes. And we have a free will also. I don't see why we have to. There's, I, I don't see a division there. 
I believe that God no, is no. sovereign, and I believe that man has a free will. I don't think those two things conflict. So anyway, they, can, they, they cannot. Thank you. So anyway, let's let's pray. What's your what do you, what do you need to pray about? What do you want to pray about? I, I, oh, I said about my witnessing with the cults and sex. Right. And I guess I'm going to use the word what you just said: false teachers. Amen, false Father. Teachers. Father, I pray for Bernie Lord, and I thank you for his heart. I thank you for his openness. I thank you, Lord, that he's open-minded to your word. I thank you, Lord, that he's seeking the truth. And I just pray, Lord, that you would use him to share that truth, Lord, with whoever he comes into contact with. Lord, that he would fulfill the scripture that says, contend earnestly for the faith that lies within you. And to give every man an answer with, 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 with respect and with gentleness, Lord. I just pray for... I just pray for Bernie, Lord, that you would bless him totally and completely with your word and that he would be a light in a world of darkness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, my friend. This is my my first time calling you. What is your name? My name is Sam, Sam Nicholas. And you're you're, you're, uh, every night at this No, I'm only on Saturday nights. I wish I could be on every night, but I'm not. Saturday nights at midnight. Okay, (laughs) man. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, we got to take one more quick call. Hi, Portia. How can we pray for you? Hi, Uncle Sam. This is uh, Portia, and today I want to pray for my papa, Michael Nicholas, and I want to pray for Shasha. Well, Father, we pray for Portia, and we pray for Shasha, and we pray for Michael Nicholas. I just pray your blessings to fall upon them, Lord, that whatever's going on, Lord, if there's healing that's needed, Lord, and whatever blessing there is, Mugodel, I just pray, Lord, that you would bless Michael, that you would bless Shasha, and bless Portia for wanting to pray for them and wanting blessings and wanting good things for them. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, baby. Love you, Portia. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, too. Well, as you can hear, the music came up a little too fast tonight. It was it was a fast-paced program. I hope you enjoyed the program. And I hope you'll join us for Friday nights. I think we're going to continue with the teaching on uh, Calvinism, Armenianism, uh, uh, predestination, election, or, uh, you know, hyper-grace. So join us Friday nights, you know, uh, for, for the teaching and for prayer and for worship. Come back and be with us next Saturday. We'll be here. God willing to to just pray for your prayer request and open up God's word and see where he leads. Jantunchi, I just pray the Lord's blessing upon you. God bless you and good night. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.